What's up guys? Welcome back to the Zeddy Training Podcast. Hope everyone is keeping well. A bit longer than the last episode actually. Normally I've been trying to get these out every second week. Um, but a bit of a delay. Apologies for that. A lot's happening here at ZHQ heading into the new year. So I'm pretty sure you can imagine how that's going. Hope everyone's goals are being met or you're working hard towards them. Uh, you're being safe first and foremost. I've just had my booster... So I'm a little bit floored at the moment. Not as bad as my first two, but um, yeah, it's, um, it was a struggle to get this recorded, but I had to do it. It was the only time of the week that I could slot in. So this episode doesn't have a topic per se. A couple of questions were thrown to me actually quite a lot. I think I received about 45 in total, which is quite good. I'll fire through as many. I can't get through all 45. I do apologize. I'm going to break it up. Um, and I was just answering questions that you guys put to me. So lots of repeats, which is fine. Um, I'll get cracking through them. I'm not going to waste any time. Let's get straight into them. So let's have a look. First question was around fat loss generally. So someone had said that they have been working out five times a week, um, eating low carbs, lots of salads, the weight's not coming off the scale. Is it fat that's coming off and why is it not showing? Now, very important for you to understand what we're doing here. If your goal is weight loss on the scale and all you're concerned about are numbers and you're not concerned about fat coming off your body, fitting better into clothes, looking and feeling better, then that's cool. Scale weight is all that really matters. But based on who we speak to, 99% of people want to look and feel better. Okay, They want to have more confidence. You don't want to be wearing black all the time. You don't want to be wearing cardigans. You want to be wearing more clothes and you want to be the one in the photos rather than the one rather than the one taking the photos all the time. Okay, so when it comes to eating, salads are not the way to go. Salads are great for you, but you're primarily now. I can go on forever about this, but I need to keep it brief. The bulk of your foods should be around quote unquote. I hate the word, but it's what other people know. Clean foods. <laughs> so when I say clean foods, unprocessed foods, wholesome, good nutritious food, lean proteins with all your meals. Guys, you know this. Okay, like you know this. I don't know why people are looking for shortcuts. I will keep repeating the same stuff week in, week out until people follow it. You know, TikTok is full of garbage nowadays, but the one thing, good thing that I see is people still promote high protein, high fiber diets. They're extremely important for you. Okay, so don't base it around salads. Do not go low carb. There's no need to do it unless you enjoy it. Then in which case, hats off to you. But predominantly protein and fiber should form the bulk of your meals then carbs and then fats okay now on your days that you don't train yeah you could lower your carbs a little bit if you wanted but for the most part keep them in there if you don't want a calorie count go on the nhs website or even just get in touch with us we've got a free guide for you and we'll give you a portion control guide you can follow okay simple as that secondly you don't have to train every single day or five times i mean you can do three or four times a week and you still do perfectly fine. But what are your steps looking like? Working out is only 5% of your day. Getting your steps in, far more. Okay, so I encourage, in fact, some of our clients only train two times a week because that's all they can manage. Two times. But then I'll say to them, be more conscious of your steps and the weights, or sorry, the fat is dropping off. Oh, like too close to the mic there. Um, but the fat's coming off. Okay, so you must remember there's a difference. Now, fat comes under the category of weight, but if you're concerned with seeing, you know, your double chin go away, your arm fat go away, your stomach shrinking, etc., that's unwanted fat. Okay, don't just focus on numbers. 
So if you're not seeing any results, it's because you're not, first of all, doing the correct things, but you're using the wrong measuring tools. Okay, so move over to progress photos, the measuring tape, and clothes. Far more powerful, okay? Bit of a convoluted answer, guys, but I can go in 101 directions in that uh, with that. So I'll, I'll elaborate in the next episode if you want. Stubborn fat, how do I get rid of it no matter how long or how hard I train for a long time, my arm fat doesn't seem to budge. Again, stubborn fat essentially just comes through a lack of patience and lack of blood flow in a certain area due to these receptors that bind to them. Keeping it simple, okay? Not that that was simple. So a lot of people, what they do is they quote-unquote go on a diet, they follow the exercise for a couple of weeks, things start to lean out, their shoulders, their legs, their face, but maybe the lower part of their stomach, the lower back or the arms don't budge. They keep going for another week or two and then they give up. But that time that they've given up was actually the time where they were mobilizing the fat to almost get released. So you must keep going. It's the thing that everyone hates to hear. Now you probably want to tune out the podcast and guys, I'm going to be harsh, but if that's the case, brilliant. You go and have a great day. Have a good New Year's, okay? But if you're actually wanting to lose stubborn fat, if you want to make a difference, there are no shortcuts it is patience. It's the P word. It's the, word. it's the word that I hate too. Trust me with a passion. I wish there was a quicker way, but there's not. People still give me the nonsense of, oh, you're a trainer. It comes easy to you. It absolutely does not. In fact, sometimes it's difficult because I'm always around the gym. I'm always around healthy foods and plans. I get sick to death of it sometimes, which is why we obviously talk a lot about making it a lifestyle, not a plan. But it doesn't come easy. We're human beings. Okay, so even I get frustrated when I'm trying to lean out and certain areas take time to respond. Okay, patience. Number two, blood flow. So if you normally feel the stubborn areas, you'll notice the temperature is cooler because there's not enough adequate blood flow in there. Exercise, you'll improve that. Done. Moving on. Um, Best exercise routines to follow if the goal is to lose as much fat as possible. So you can't obviously speed things up by following the perfect routine, but the perfect routine doesn't exist. It's the one that you can stick to consistently. Just like there's no best training times or no best diet. It's the one that you can follow that allows for progression. Progressive overload is the key. Okay, so what you want to do, the reason a lot of you guys are watching YouTube videos, I know I bang on about Chloe Ting workouts, but the reason you're doing them and not getting anywhere is because there's no form of progression. You're just following the timer. You're following the video. And if the body is receiving the same stimulus week on week, it's got no reason to change. So if you physically want to change your body, if you want to develop lean muscle mass and get toned, you know, the buzzword, that comes through hard work. It's not going to come through a 12-minute hourglass workout or doing glute kickbacks. That's not going to get you anywhere. There requires to be some sort of progression. So if you still want to do the YouTube workouts, great, get some weights, use them. And then make sure week on week that the exercise you were doing in that video, you perform more reps or you lift a bit heavier or you perform more time. If you think about it, why would the body want to change if you're just giving it the same thing? When you chase the sweat, chase the burn and just chase, you know, huffing and puffing, that's the wrong way to go about it. That does not mean that you're progressing. If you just want to be healthy, then that's amazing. You do that. That's good. But if you want to change your body, you want to develop your body and muscle mass and get toned in the process, which is what all women want, the majority anyway that we come across, progression is how it comes about. So it's about following a routine that you enjoy and then finding a way to make it more harder and then get stronger and fitter. That's it. PCOS. So 
there was at least 12 questions in PCOS. Now, when it comes to PCOS, now obviously we're not doctors, but the one thing that we can say is there are so many PCOS gurus out there that have been debunked time and time again by actual scientists. TikTok is a minefield, so is Instagram. It is a breeding ground for quote-unquote sisters. You know, these accounts that they say, um, this is what you have to do, cut dairy out, cut grains out, cut this, that, the other out. Utter crap. Pardon my French. There's not been a single documented case that has been improved by cutting out a single food. The two things that we have seen, read, studied, observed, and applied with our customers week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out, for eight years, increasing your protein, being active, obviously, and weight training. Okay? That's it. Now, yes, people want to hit me with the whole insulin talk and insulin, insulin. Well, you know what? If you want to improve insulin sensitivity, tidy up your diet, increase your fiber intake, keep an eye on your carb sources. You don't want to cut them out completely. You just want to have more good quality sources. Weight train, and you'll be just fine. Okay? And, you know, the 300-odd ladies that we've worked with over the last couple of years that have had PCOS can, can attest to that. They'll tell you. They didn't feel restricted. They didn't cut dairy out, none of that nonsense. It makes for good marketing. People love this sort of stuff, so they will try to sell that in their name. Guys, if you look at what we do, we just coach Asian people. That's our kind of thing. We don't specifically focus on any type of, uh, any medical condition, I suppose. I don't know if it's classed as a medical condition, but we don't focus on something specific. It's about helping people. But when you start to target you know, people who have type 2 diabetes or people who've got PCOS, then it's more appealing, obviously. But unfortunately, the PCOS one has been blown out of proportion. Uh, if you want to learn more, there's a gentleman called Martin McDonald who does a lot of good stuff on this. He's got tons of stuff on PCOS and a good podcast as well. Check him out. Because um, if you're looking for reputable sources, people who have done research, have got qualifications to discuss it and are giving it the right advice, then you'll be just fine. Okay, not people on TikTok who've got tons of followers and Instagram. Okay, so where are we? There we go. So how to lose fat without a gym. Now, again, the, the premise is just the same. Good nutrition. You don't need a gym. Now, obviously, 70% of our clients train from home. It really just is a case of, first of all, establishing what you enjoy and then doing that in the house. I think a lot of you guys... You know, I'm just going to be honest here. A lot of you know what the answer is or you know what needs to be done, but you just need that kind of reassurance. You can do great workouts at home without ever stepping foot into a gym. All you need is maybe one kettlebell and maybe a small set of dumbbells and you'll be just fine. And then as you get stronger, get stronger or heavier weights. So it's exactly the same. The gym is not a, a magical pill, I suppose not a pill, but it's not a place where if you go, you're going to get results. It is a tool, a place where you go, where you have access to classes, cardio equipment, machines, weights, etc. It just makes the process a little bit easier, but you can mimic that at home easily. You know, just you can go in Argos, get some equipment and you'll be just fine. The process is all about calories in versus calories out. But, you know, if you want to make it easier without calorie counting, it's the stuff you know, eat healthy, sleep, properly, you know, seven to eight hours, get lots of water, be patient, be consistent. This is boring advice, but it's the stuff that works, the tried and tested stuff, okay? You don't need a gym for it. You can absolutely do things at home and you'll be just fine. 
Okay, now, got a question about carb sources here. Which ones are the best? I tend to have my last meal at 9 p.m. and I'm not too sure whether having white potato is fine. Can you advise, please? Yep, so, white potato is totally fine to have, okay? The ones that I generally would say you just want to be careful of, usually this applies to anyone who's diabetic or, obviously, we can't discuss too much on it, um, or someone who has got something or has an issue with blood sugar levels that's been tested, okay? Usually, white sources of carbs eaten on their own, not a good idea. So if you're waking up in the morning and having just white bread, probably not good. But if you're having white bread with a little bit of low-fat butter and maybe and a fried egg and then a handful of spinach, you'll be just fine. Carbs really become an issue when you're having junk food processed carbs. But for the most part, white rice, white potato, white pasta, I don't have brown pasta because the rest of my day is quite high in fibre. I have good quality carbs, but I generally like white pasta better, but I make sure the rest of my diet's fairly decent, so I'll make sure I've got plenty of veggies. So the carb sources, the carb source, as long as it's not processed, generally speaking, I'll rattle through it. So you've got whole grain cereals, breads, potatoes, pasta. I mean, with bread, you can do 50-50. Um, you've got your rice, you've got your sweet potato, which is fine as well. You've got couscous, I suppose, I guess. Spaghetti, whole wheat spaghetti is quite good. It doesn't really matter. But as long as you've got fibre coming in through the whole day and your carb sources generally are fine, they're fairly tidy and you're getting in fruits and veggies, um, there's not really much of an issue. And timing of carbs, again, is not a problem. In fact, when you eat closer to bed, you'll sleep better. As long as you're not eating and then immediately jumping into bed. Give it maybe an hour or so to digest. Okay? So, you'll be just fine. Okay, next question. Supplement routine. Do you have a supplement routine? And can you please let us know? I just want a good idea because I don't think I'm taking the right stuff. So supplements, something that I don't rely heavily on. You probably knew that. Um, but there are a couple of staples. So first of all, whey protein. It's the one that nearly all people tend to have. Um, all our female clients use whey protein because it just makes life easier. Um, I have a, <coughs> excuse me, omega-3 fish oils. Um, I do have a multivitamin, even though I probably don't need it, but it's just almost like an insurance. Uh, a vitamin D and turmeric, and um, it's a it's the organic turmeric and ginger. Um, now turmeric is a, is a is one you need to be careful of because people, obviously Asian people, you know the golden milk thing, but turmeric on its own is not well absorbed, so you do need to find it in capsule form because it has black pepper extract, which helps with the absorption of turmeric. So you'll be far off much much better if you buy the capsule form and um, it's fairly cheap as well and that's all i really have to be honest guys i also have creatine monohydrate which is um good for saturating muscles which helps it's uh, basically replenishes your energy source um again it's something i recommend but most people are a bit skeptical so i may do a different podcast on that who knows but that's what i take um when it comes to supplements we're very careful we don't advise because everyone's needs will be different so you can Maybe speak to a GP if you're unsure about any deficiencies. But generally, I think the one I could probably safely recommend, as the NHS does, is vitamin D. Uh, and then multi, I suppose. I mean, whey protein I would also advise, as it's essentially just whey, you know? And I've got a question, which I'll come on to in a second. But whey protein is totally fine. It just helps you get in more protein. That's it. So, whey protein, I've got a question here. Let me just find it. So it was just simple. Is whey it was whey protein steroids? Um, no. So whey protein comes from cheese. That's it. Cheese. Now, when the manufacturers are making cheese, they need to curdle the milk. They process it. So they don't process. It. They curdle the milk, uh, and then they strain it. 
And then there's a leftover residue that comes from that. Okay, that's whey protein. Okay, and that's that. That's it. <laughs> there's nothing else to it. The problem is marketing. So you have big bodybuilders who are promoting it and it scares women off. You have big female bodybuilders are promoting it and it scares females off. And you also have ridiculous names like diet whey protein, lean whey protein, protein for women. Absolute crap. Okay, it just gives people more uh, kind of leverage to sell it. Whey is whey. Okay, now you have whey protein concentrate and whey isolate. Whey isolate is more filtered, therefore the calorie content is slightly lower as you've not got any other food group in there. But the difference really is minuscule. A whey protein concentrate, anything 80% and above is just fine. The reason all my clients take it is because they're busy, individuals, mums who've got lots going on and they need just a source to help make things easy. That way they can whip up a smoothie whenever they want and they're just fine. So whey is not steroids. If you're concerned about it, your doctor would have already spoken to you because if you've got pre-existing kidney conditions where extra protein would cause a, a extra demand in the kidneys, they would have told you this. But if you're totally healthy and you're totally fine, whey protein, safe, doesn't make you big and bulky. You know, I, I can talk on forever about this. doesn't give you huge muscles if that was the case. 800, 850 ladies that we've trained over the last seven years would be massive monsters. Not a single one, okay? So whey protein is safe. Um, you're totally fine. Just look out for whey protein concentrate or isolate, I suppose, if you really want. Um, unless you're lactose intolerant, you'll be just fine. Or if you've got kidney conditions, that's been diagnosed. Okay, so one more here I'll take, guys. Um, I know I didn't do that many, but conscious of time as this podcast is known for keeping things quite short. Uh, cardio, best time to do cardio for fat loss. So there's no time for cardio for fat loss. Fasted cardio doesn't do anything and cardio should be a tool for two things. Number one, making sure that you're, comes from the term cardio, uh, keep maintain a healthy heart. Uh, and number two, just to burn excess calories. You know, so my, the one I recommend to people, steps. There you go. Okay, done. Increase your steps. I can promise you that if you start to increase your steps over the next couple of weeks, incrementally, you'll lose body fat, provided your nutrition's in check and you're sleeping well, getting in plenty of water, etc., etc. Steps are all you need, okay? Now, if you've got the luxury of the gym or if you've got any equipment at home, amazing, you're at an advantage, cross trainer, treadmill, whatever it may be, don't run on the treadmill, um, but you'll be just fine, okay? So getting your steps in, going on the bike, going on the roar, whatever it may be, something low impact every single day, good way to obviously help with recovery, burn excess calories, and just to be healthy. Do not use it for weight loss, okay? It's not going to burn the fat. There's no fat burning zone. It doesn't exist. It's a very old school thing, and the reason it gets popped onto machines is because these marketing or these companies know people will jump at this, so they continue to put it on to their machines. If you look at every advertise, they'll always emphasize the fat burning zone, maximum fat burning, and it's no wonder people are not achieving it because it doesn't exist, okay? So hopefully that helps, guys. So I'm going to break this up into a second part and answer the rest of them. I've got quite a few more to go through. If you found that useful at all, reach out to us on Instagram and um, you might not do it, but listen, I would appreciate it if you left a review. If you've got time, and if you do, then we put you into a prize draw to win Amazon vouchers. Yes, I just said that. So if you want to leave a review, please do so, and then immediately just send us an Instagram message just to say you've left a review. We'll put your name in the hat and um, who knows, you might win something. We've been doing that because 
first of all, we want to encourage more people to leave reviews so we can reach more people. That's it. Just like every other podcaster out there. Um, and secondly, you know, you might win something. So there's always uh, something for you as well. Right, guys. So at the moment, um, we've had lots of inquiries with our coaching program and we are pretty much booked up at the moment. So just get in touch with us and we can put you on the waiting list. So apologies for anyone that's gotten in touch and we're taking a long time to get back to you. Uh, we're doing our best, but I will try and get the next podcast up um, in the first week of the new year, um, hopefully. So then I can kind of get some motivation going and people can go into that podcast not long after this one. Because uh, usually when I leave it and it's a, a long period, people tend to forget what I spoke about in the last one. Right guys, have a good one. Um, obviously I won't do a podcast before the new year, so have an amazing, awesome new year when it comes and uh, take care for now. We'll catch up in 2022. Oh, is it 2022? Yes, it is. We're in 2021. Right, guys, take care for now.